Hey there, neighbor. Welcome to Good Life News, a weekly podcast where we talk about ideas, living the abundant Christian life, and God's wonderful, wonderful love. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Fenton, an old farm kid, Bible student, preacher of grace, husband of one, father of two, papa for five, and really just another pilgrim headed for home. I'm so glad you've clicked in to join me on this journey today. Let's walk together for a few minutes and see what we can discover on the way to the kingdom. Are you ready? Ready? Let's go! First, it's awesome to have you join me for episode number one of the Good Life News Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited about where this little project might lead. I really believe, even possible, we can build a meaningful community of fellowship, growing together in understanding and experiencing the life that God designs for us. I read a remark somewhere that it doesn't matter where you're coming from, it's where you're going that counts. And that's true. Regardless of your background, good or bad, God has a plan and a purpose for you. And moving forward in faith to follow his lead, you just can't go wrong. He's going to get you where you always wanted to be, in your heart of hearts. Our theme for this episode is God's amazing grace. In my personal spiritual journey the last few years, I've sensed a constant deepening amazement at God's amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. About a year ago, I was struck by an expression used by the Apostle Paul in one of his early letters found in the New Testament. Here it is. He says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's found in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23. Seriously, I've preached on this text dozens of times. I've written about it and quoted it more times than I can remember. But then, while reading it again, this thought popped up in my head. Here it is. The primary purpose for the fruit is to reveal the truth about God through our connections and relationship. Let me say that again. The primary purpose for the fruit is to reveal the truth about God through our connections and relationship. That is to say, the gift of these fruits is not just to make us better people and get us ready for heaven. The gift is not just about the transformation of character. Instead, the fruits are to equip us for truthful, faithful witness about God's love and grace. And that enables us to be loving and gracious as we talk to other people, as we discourse with them, as we have give and take with people. The Lord declares in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10, you are my witnesses and my servant whom I have chosen. Well, the question occurs to me here, what do our daily lives reveal about God's amazing grace? Now, that's just a question to think about and meditate on for a while, but here's another. How do we get to the spiritual place where those fruits become part and parcel of who we are. Let me offer a couple of ideas for your consideration. First of all, the fruit of the Holy Spirit will not, indeed cannot, be manifested in a person's life unless and until the Holy Spirit is actually present in the heart. Secondly, the Holy Spirit comes into the heart only by our invitation. In the vision of Revelation, Jesus tells John, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. That's found in Revelation 3, 
chapter 3, verse 30, and that's from the New Living Translation. Obviously, Jesus is speaking here of the door of the spiritual heart. And how does Jesus come into our heart? Well, here's his own answer in the Gospel of John. When Jesus told his disciples, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. I'm telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate, that is the Holy Spirit, He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. That's found in John chapter 14, verses 23 and 26, and again, from the New Living Translation. Uh, just a few verses earlier than that, in the same chapter, Jesus said this, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He's the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. That's John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. So, okay, let's review what we just covered. First of all, God has a purpose for your life. He has a purpose for each one of us, every single one of us. You were not born into this world by accident. He brought you here for a purpose, and he has a design for you, and what we really find the greatest happiness in is when we find out the purpose for our life, allowing God to work through us to accomplish his purpose. And secondly, it is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit which produces spiritual fruit to empower our witness about God's amazing grace. In other words, the Holy Spirit, the resident God, if you will, living and dwelling in our spiritual heart, produces the fruit that then communicates that witness of God, of who He is, God's love and amazing grace, out to the world around us. Number three, the Holy Spirit is sent to us from God the Father as the representative of Jesus. And he enters, this is number four, he enters our heart only by our invitation. All right, so we're going to switch gears here now. And in the next segment, I've got a very special guest to introduce to you. And together, we're going to focus on some ways to open our heart's door to invite Jesus to come in. So, welcome to Studio A in the recording offices of Good Life News Productions. Ha! Well, anyway, this is just a, a little office in our home here in College Place, Washington. And here in my office with me, Studio A, as we have decided to call it for this, the purpose of the podcast, is uh, a lady that has been very special to me over so many years. Uh, I've known her for a long time. In fact, I uh, got acquainted with her and we decided about almost 55 years ago that uh, we wanted to spend the rest of our life together. So, would you please make welcome my wife and my friend and the love of my life, Ruth Fenton. Welcome, my dear. Thank you so much for agreeing to this uh, interview today, and we can kind of chat about God's amazing grace and what it means to you. And I have to say that I really have cherished Ruth's experience as she walks with the Lord day by day, and that's why I wanted to include her on this very first episode of the Good Life News podcast. So, Ruth, 
truth, share a little bit what you're thinking, what your heart is, and we can just talk about the journey that God wants us all to experience. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, I I have been on this journey for a long time, but of course it it always deepens over the years as you experience your walk with the Lord. And Lauren wanted me to share a little bit about what it is to have the Holy Spirit in our life. It used to be that, well, uh, yeah, let's go back. Let me, let me just jump in here for just yeah. a second. And this is related to God's amazing grace. Yeah. The gift of the Holy Spirit is certainly God's grace in our lives because we, we couldn't possibly live like he wants us to live without that. So we're celebrating God's amazing grace, but it's the Holy Spirit that gives us that power. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, but anyway, go ahead. Well, I've always asked for the gifts of the Spirit because I wanted to have the gifts and I would repeat that text. But then a while back, I studied about the Holy Spirit and I, in my study, I discovered when the Holy Spirit comes into our life, he brings them with him. So if he's in our life, then we don't have to ask for them because he brings them when he comes. So the promise of Jesus to the disciples when he told them that the Father would send them the advocate or the counselor, the Holy Spirit comes and will dwell within us and give us that inspiration and produce the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, in our relationships. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and the thing is, so in the morning when I wake up, the first thing I wake up, I like to use the only time usually, I like to use what Jesus called his Father, Abba Father. And I and I say, good morning, Abba Father. I would like you to give me the Holy Spirit today to work in my life and give me direction and wisdom and thank him and I go on and then later in my quiet time I thank I say thank you God for sending your Holy Spirit and thank you Holy Spirit for living in my life so what what is wouldn't God just send it to us wouldn't uh, do we have to send the Holy Spirit to us do we have to ask for it uh, or is it a matter of opening our heart to receive it uh, what let's explore that a little bit well I think you know we kind of assume when we accept Jesus into our life, the Holy Spirit's just there, and I'm sure he is. But I think by f- intentionally inviting him, that does open our spirit. It does open our heart to really be led by him more than we would have. So maybe it's a matter of refocusing our own heart and our own thoughts to allow him to work in us as we, we open our hearts to him Allow him to come in and fill us with his presence. Yeah, I think so, because you can't say the Lord isn't working in your life and in your heart. I mean, he does after you accept Jesus. But I think it becomes more focused and you become aware of his spirit. And I think maybe during the day it might open your ears a little bit, your spiritual ears, to um, hear what he's saying, to recognize uh, yeah. what, what he's what he's trying to communicate with you, or what he's trying to teach That's you, right. or to observe a need in somebody else's life that yes. he wants us to respond to. Be sensitive. I pray for sensitivity. I am not a naturally sensitive person. Well, that's a biggie. (laughs) (laughs) And so I pray for sensitivity, not only Lauren, my husband, but others around me. And so then he does. He, He helps me to pick up on little cues 
to need that somebody needs an encouragement or I need to focus a little more on them. She's making a, a, a general assumption about her sensitivity. I understand what she's saying, but let me assure you folks, <laughs> she's compassionate, she's loving, she's caring, and she's genuinely moved by the needs of people around her that she becomes aware of. And uh, that's one of the reasons I fell in love with her so many years ago. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's, let's go on. What else do you think you might want to share for us today? Well, <clears throat> I have found that, you know, so many times we hear of dramatic stories of what the Lord does or what the Holy Spirit does. But not too long ago, I had one of those days that was just everything kind of collapses or goes wrong. I took something out of the refrigerator and the lid fell off and it went all over the floor. And I cleaned that up. And a little later, I took a jar of juice out of the refrigerator and somehow it slipped out of my hand, hit the door pocket, and it broke off the door and red juice went all over the floor. My mother told me there was would be days like this. I don't know if your mother ever told you that or not, but uh, that phrase comes to my mind when you, we, and all of us have these, yes. these days or these times when it just seems like everything is, is crashing around us and these things happen. The hurry you get go, the behind her you get. Yeah. Anyway, usually I would have been really frustrated, but I just felt such a peace, cleaned the messes up, continued with my day, and later I was mark remarking it to Lauren. He says, well, what do you expect? That's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Peace. One of the fruits of the Spirit is love and joy and peace. Peace. And I thought, wow, you know, that's how the Holy Spirit works through our lives. He works those fruits without us worrying about it. And there's things we have to choose. But it just really amazed me how the Lord Spirit is working those those uh, fruits in my life. And I don't have to ask for him. He's just developing them in me. You know, and I know you well enough to know that what you're saying is not like, uh, okay, I'm really a good person. Mm -hmm. God's really working in me, kind of. I, I know that that's not the spirit that you're, you're saying that. Because we all have to recognize that without the Lord, we are nothing. We can't accomplish anything. And if we do try to do something without the Lord, we simply fall flat on our face so many times. And I've proved that in my own life time after time. So we might have a couple of minutes left here for this segment. There, what, do you have anything else you might want to just kind of capsulize or yes, uh, wrap I up with? I think something that comes to mind, and it was David that said, have a humble and teachable spirit. And I've learned if we come and sometimes fall on our faces before the Lord or just have a humble spirit, then we're teachable. Yeah, that, that really is an extremely important thing, that we have a teachable spirit. And I believe that's how the Holy Spirit then can teach me because I'm open and willing for whatever he's going to give me, even though he might ask me to do something hard. But I don't, I, it's okay. Do you think it's important to have a teachable spirit when we're relating to other people? Oh, yes. <laughs> we tend to close up when other people have ideas because we think ours is better. And, and you know, generally <laughs> in, in conversations, uh, our natural tendency is 
when we're in a discussion, quote unquote, with somebody about different point of view <laughs> on a particular subject, yeah. when they're when they're speaking, we're not really listening to what they're saying. We're trying to figure out what we're going to say when they get done. Yeah, but I need to really listen because yeah, we, they will have a message that I wouldn't get otherwise. We all we all need to do that, <laughs> and it's the same with our relationship with God. That's right. And it is how the Lord works through us to accomplish His purposes for us. You know, and I mentioned earlier that God has a purpose for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that we let God work out his purpose in us rather than for us to go trundling along through life saying, okay, God, this is my purpose. I hope it's yours. Yeah, and bless what I've decided. And we often make in our sinful state and a natural state, that's what we try to do, even if we're trying to say we're following God. It seems to me like that's the case anyway. That's right. And so what we have to do is say, okay, Lord, this is this life that you have given me is your life, and I, I want you to use me according to your providence, according to your purpose, and whether that's something large or something small, whether that's across the street or in the home or on a larger venue, whatever that is, it's okay with me. So we want to pray for God's blessing to give us that kind of presence and that kind of spirit so that he can produce that fruit. And like I said at the very beginning segment, the fruit is not just to make us better people. The fruit is to equip us so that we can be effective witnesses for him, for his love, and for his marvelous, amazing grace. You know, everything Jesus did, he said, it is to glorify God. Yes. And so that's kind of become my self theme. What am I what I'm doing? What I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to do through me? Is that going to honor or be got to God's glory? Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, my dear. I appreciate your coming and willingness to share. And I hope and pray it'll be a blessing to anyone that listens to the podcast today or later on, whenever it might be. May our testimony always be, as I know that is your prayer, that our testimony will always be to God's glory and that the influence of our lives will only count for his kingdom. Yes, thank you for letting me come and sharing. Okay, well, thanks so much, and uh, God bless you, and we will look forward to many years yet to come together. (laughs) Yes. Hey, folks, I love this woman. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ruth. Sharing your thoughts and experience will be a great blessing to many people, I'm sure. I want to pivot now to share an experience I had several years ago while I was pastoring in Oregon. Every year in the week following Thanksgiving for five days, the Oregon Conference sponsored a pastor's prayer conference at Cannon Beach on the Oregon coast. Those were just always times of incredible camaraderie, relaxation, fellowship, and just awesome inspiration. The Oregon coast is always spectacular. And the stretch near Cannon Beach is absolutely no exception to that. A hike on the beach at low tide, you could almost class it as an act of worship. It truly is a beautiful, beautiful place. One of the features of this retreat agenda was a full day without any programming. No meetings after breakfast, then no group gathering until supper time. 
The entire day was intentionally set aside for each of us to spend a day alone with God. At the end of the day, we came together to share communion and an agape feast, and together we would sing and share testimonies of our experience and pray both together as a group and as individuals praying for each other for our personal need. Let me tell you, every year this day alone with God was the highlight of our retreat experience. It was absolutely wonderful. At breakfast, we were handed an outline of suggested activities for the day. Of course, we were truly on our own to do or not to do whatever we decided, but the organizers knew that some simple instructions could be helpful. And I have placed those on our blog page if you would like to see the outline of those instructions. And I'd really encourage you to go to visit the website, www.gov goodlifenews.life, where you can find those instructions for a day alone with God on the blog page of that website. So to finish up today, I decided to share a couple of original psalms I wrote on one of those very special days from years ago. These were originally dated Wednesday, November 30, 2005. I made some slight revisions to share with you today, and these psalms are also available for you to view on the website. The first one's called a psalm of praise. Here it is. O Lord of heaven, earth, and sea, the beauty of your creation is beyond expression. Beasts of the forest roam the hillsides with untold majesty. Towering trees lift their branches in testimony of your power, sheltering tiny birds within their leaves. The restless ocean waves break ceaselessly onto sandy beaches, but must ever recede at your command thus far and no farther. So for this I praise you, Lord, that when the relentless tide of evil threatens to overwhelm and destroy my faith, you declare its bounds and force it back by your command thus far and no farther. Amen. The second psalm is simply titled, a psalm of supplication. I have walked long with you, O Lord. For threescore years my heart has been captive to your love. Many have been the times of refreshing. Many have been the times and the seasons of joy. But to my shame, Lord, I know I wandered from your side. I chased pretty rainbows and found only dust and broken dreams. Still, I rejoice in your restoration power. Your grace showers me with renewal and hope, O Lord. I long for the thrill of your touch. I hunger for that fire I felt in early years. I'm waiting, Lord. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening today, friend. I pray you have been blessed. Next week, I'm going to start a three-episode series focused on understanding more about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I hope you can join us for that. Also, beginning next week, the regular schedule for an posting each weekly episode of the podcast is going to move to Monday instead of Sunday. And after that, it'll be posted each Monday. So that's it for today. The Lord bless you. And here's just a little bit of information to share with you as we pull this one to a close. Bye-bye now. 
So we've come to the end of this episode of the Good Life News Podcast. If you would like to comment or join a conversation about today's content, please visit our website at www.goodlifenews.life. I'd love to hear your thoughts and observations. On the website's blog page, you can also find a complete transcript of the most recent episode, which will always be posted at the top of the page. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. If you'd like to help out in this ministry, it's incredibly helpful if you'd leave a nice rating or review on your platform of choice. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as we continue our journey exploring more about God's love, His amazing grace, and the incredible good news of the everlasting gospel. Until then, walk in peace, live in hope, and hold your treasures with open hands.